grainy. But I like it. This week on Practically Christian <laughs> Podcast, we talk about it's kind of grainy, but I like it. <laughs> oh, I forgot to move the music back. This is so good. Yeah, but it just like punched in. <laughs> so I apologize about that punch in. Um, I don't know what that means. So it, just real quick and, and to explain why it just all of a sudden you got a, a bass drop mm-hmm. in, in the middle of an intro. Um, so we do the podcast in only one take. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like a lot of editing. I don't like splicing things together. Like you were getting raw, unfiltered. Boom. This is mistakes and all. Yes. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. However. However, and I can count on one hand the the well maybe two hands the amount of times we've had to do this, mm-hmm. where we've gotten into an episode and then just stop boom delete mm-hmm. and had to start all over from the beginning again, mm-hmm. um, and that happened on just this now. episode. Mm-hmm. So we were getting into the episode I didn't like at all the way the first one started, mm-hmm. so I deleted it. And we started back over. All over again. I am making sure I hit record. I mm-hmm. did. Um, and, and so we just started it all over again. I forgot in all of that to restart the intro track. Right. Um, so Here we are. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So now that you know the topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Debbie doesn't normally know what we're going to talk about. Nope. Um, we aren't doing your story right now. We're not talking about my protein shake. Um, which that was what you were referring to, which will make a little more sense in just a second. Um, but oh, I thought you meant that it's grainy, my protein shake. That's what I was talking about. Oh, like, okay. Good God. What? Like you talk away from the mic and then you get next to it and you're like, oh, <laughs> and it's very loud. Um, my tongue is frozen from my protein shake. But, um. We're not doing your 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 story this week, right? You're gonna do that later, right? Okay. My come to Jesus meeting. Just, oh, just how you came to be where we are, like how we did mine last week, or two did you want to do that? Do you? Because I mean, then we're setting up cameras and oh doing god, live no, keep and, going. No. So you want to plan that out a little further in advance? Yeah, or? that's fine. You got to get over it. I'm not prepared. And only it's God your knows. story. What do you have to prepare? Like, I wasn't prepared. I just hit live and went, hey, let's see what happens. Anyway, so since we're not doing that story, we are going to do um, something that's very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And and that would be, we're going to do a whole podcast episode here about barbecue. Okay. Okay. Now, now understanding we live in a, in, or we live, um, we operate Mm-hmm. In a global market, um, mm-hmm. we are played on every continent in the world except mm-hmm. Antarctica. We get listens from every continent in the world and, and it definitely from all over America. Right. So to start with, I'm going to go ahead and just get this out of the way right now. If it wasn't cooked in the South, it's not barbecue. I am not talking about you put something on the grill. Okay. That's grilling. That's grilling. And, and you know, barbecue is, is something that we, especially here, hold very, very dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's different 
styles of barbecue. You have, you know, Carolina barbecue, which is going to be very vinegary. You have Memphis style barbecue, which is going to be very sweet. Okay. And you get out to Texas and it's going to be very spicy. And and so, like, you know, we, we have these melting pots of what kind of styles and what kind of cooking and, and you know, all of this. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was sitting there and I was thinking about it the other day. Because if you don't know, like I love to barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyone that knows you knows that. And and um, I'm not like, it's not what I get paid to do. But, you know, I will go ahead and go, you know what? I'm going to spend the next 12 hours sitting in front of this fire um, getting smoke just right. Right. So that when that brisket comes <clears throat> off. It is going to feel like you are chewing on the most delicious meat butter you have ever had. That's a true story, but you could totally um, mess it up very easily. But there's so the more I was thinking about this, and the mm-hmm. more I was like, "How does this relate?" You know, to practically Christian. I'm wondering that. <laughs> so there's there's these big arguments that exist in the world of barbecue in the industry. It, it, <laughs> it's brewing. You've heard of them. You'll, you'll hear, you'll hear, <laughs> but, but there are these big arguments. Again, I, I, I talked about like the type of barbecue, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the flavoring profile you'll use depending on where you're from. And y'all, he's serious about this. Like <laughs> it, this is intense. And, and depending on where you're from, it could be very different. Mm-hmm. And if you're from, let's just say Carolina, for instance, you are going to make an argument based off of vinegar mustard sauce that's what we do like if i came at you with like some hey let's put you know a dry rub or or something of that nature you're gonna be like no that's not barbecue and it's gonna be pork okay like that is carolina you know and then we get out into texas which is this huge like i mean you got these massive ranches and everything cattle is a huge industry in texas right it's all about beef. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's it's, true. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it has a little bit of a spice to it. Or, like, if you're doing brisket, it is salt and pepper only. Okay. Like, that's a Texas rub. I'm still I'm looking for the link to, <laughs> to ministry. But, but Jesus, I, keep I'm going. Very, I'm okay. very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. One of the other arguments, though, that you hear a lot when it comes to barbecue is mm-hmm. what type of smoker do you use? Okay. So you have like people that are just like, <clears throat> if you're not using what they call a stick burner, okay, mm-hmm. which which is an off, what we it's an offset smoker. You use whole pieces of wood. Okay. You put them in this firebox, mm-hmm. um, and that is where your heat source, your smoke, and everything comes from. If you're not doing that, then you're not barbecuing. Right. Then you have um, you know, these these like kind of hybrid things, which is more so what I do because we have a very in the grand scheme of life, a mm-hmm. very small smoker in comparison to, you know, a thousand gallon right. drum smoke. Mm-hmm. So we tend to <clears throat> use charcoal to to get the fire going and get coals going. And then I use pieces of wood that go into the firebox. Okay. But then, you know, a couple, I don't know how long they've been out, but maybe let's say five, ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, we get this new invention of an electric pellet smoker, you know, just think Traeger is the big brand for it. Mm-hmm. 
So the other night I'm watching one of the YouTube channels that I watch. Um, right. Talks about barbecue a lot. Um, how, you know, just different things. And, and he's going through all the different kind of smokers you have. Very rarely will you find someone that has just like, oh, this is the only grill I use. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I have multiple grills depending on how I'm going to cook and what I'm going to cook. And, right. You know, the quantity of what I'm going to cook. Um, and he was going through these different grills and, and, you know, he has a pellet grill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which a pellet grill, for those of you that don't know, is an electric grill. You plug it into the wall. It has these pellets that go oh, into I a didn't burn realize it was box. Plugged. I guess that makes sense. It has these pellets that go into a burn box. It it uses convection heating like okay. you would in your regular stove. Right. Um, and you can you pretty much can just go, hey, I'm gonna set it to two seventy five. It's gonna cook at two seventy five. And then you can put whatever pellets, you know, to get whatever flavor smoke you want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and basically you get it set up in the morning, you put your, your, your butt or your brisket on, right? you close the lid, you kind of walk away. Mm-hmm. It does whatever it has to do. That's, that's really all there is to it. So what do pellet grills teach us about who we are in life? You, okay. You see that tie in? Because this all hit me watching, um, Okay, a so barbecue channel. Rephrase, not even rephrase. Repeat the question. What does what do pellet grills teach us about who we are in Christ? In, in Christ, in life. I do not have that answer, but I am certain you're going to share that wisdom. What do you think? Just like from the get go, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I, nothing. Nothing. A pellet grill and my walk in life with Jesus? This is why you need to spend more time out back with me when I am grilling, mm. when I am barbecuing. Or No, you have all that wisdom to- I don't have a pellet grill, by the way. Impart on JT. <laughs> <laughs> like, he can take all that interest so, as he's playing with his eyebrows <laughs> right now. <laughs> so let's look at it this way. We are- by nature, I don't care who you are. If you are a you person, <laughs> we are by nature lazy. We want to do yep. the, the smallest amount of work to get the biggest possible reward. That is true. Um, However, if you look at like Genesis, so you look at the creation and, and God makes Adam and Eve, he puts them in the garden. And before sin enters into the, the, the creation, God goes, work the ground and subdue it. Have dominion right. over it. Go make everything look like this garden. Mm-hmm. Work in and of itself is not a bad thing. Right. Um, in fact, like someone like my dad, for instance, will probably work until the day he dies. Right. Not he just because financially not. he has to, mm-hmm. but that's just like he has no purpose if he's not doing something. Like I swear that is what he, he must feel. Mm-hmm. However, let's go through like history. Like before it was like you, your, your only tools were what you had, mm-hmm. your hands, your feet. Like, I don't know. Maybe like they used their mouth and chewed up the ground to like plow it. I don't know. Okay. But then eventually someone came along and went, hey, we can use this rock and, and this rock can, you know, do the work that our hands used to do. And then someone came along and went, hey, we can attach this handle 
you know, this log to this rock and then now we can actually use it standing up. So it's, so it's comfortable for us. And then, and then someone comes along and goes, Hey, look, but if you shape the rock, like it'll even be even better. And then someone comes along and then we, we wind up with metals and, and they start using the minerals and stuff from the ground and, and they go, okay, now we have a plow. And if we get an animal like an ox or, or a bull or, you know, a, a horse, we can hook this plow to it and, and the animal will do the work for us. And we kind of just got to steer the plow. And then they come along and they invent the internal combustion engine and they go, Hey, now we have a tractor. We don't even need animals to do this anymore. And then we have the industrial revolution that comes along and, and now we can automate all these different things. And now, even though Walmart never dropped their prices, they're paying me to ring up my own uh, groceries <laughs> when I check out, <laughs> like I have to pay for the opportunity to do work that we used to pay a cashier to do. Okay. Um, going back to we're naturally lazy. Like I go, I just want to put the stupid stuff up on the conveyor belt. Let someone else ring it up. Like why on earth do I have to do work when I come to the store? I actually anyway, like using that. We're not even, that is a whole separate episode. Cause as you can see, I get very angry inside about that. Wow. But what we've what we see now and and it even goes into something as as leisurely as the barbecue. Right. Instead of slaving over this fire and and painstakingly, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that my fire is not too hot, it's not too cold, that it, it it's, you know, right where it needs to be. Now all I gotta do is push a pu- couple of buttons on a heating element, and then I can just walk away, the pellets will fall into a smoke box and and boom, I have barbecue. Okay. Okay. So, so when we look at it like that, instead of the process of making a brisket, mm-hmm. I want to take the shortcut. Right. When I look at the process of my life, mm-hmm. I want to take the shortcut. Right. I want to be able to say a prayer, invite Jesus into my heart. I want to quote unquote, get saved. And then I want all of those bad things to just be done and over with. Okay. And when they're not, mm-hmm. I go, oh, maybe that salvation thing didn't work. Maybe I need to do it again. And when it doesn't work again, maybe I need to, oh, then I, I get to the point where I just go, oh, Jesus doesn't work for me. Okay. Or I go, I don't understand why I have to go through all of this. Mm-hmm. Or I go, like, why am I not just at the end? Like, understand. Why have I not reached my final destination? Why am I not fully sanctified? Okay. Right now. Like, okay. understand when you go through things in life. Mm-hmm. If, if you listen to our last episode, which was my story, 95% of all the bad things that have happened to me in my life were a consequence of an action or a sin that I committed. Right. Like. Very little happens in your life that was completely outside of the realm of your control. Mm-hmm. But we go, but I want this cush life. I want this happy life. Like, that's why I came to Jesus. So everything right. would just go smoothly. Be well, right. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper mm-hmm. and not to harm. And then we go, that's what we come to Jesus for. Right. So that I can have all of that stuff and I can have all the easy stuff. And yet 
nowhere in scripture do we see that. Okay. And I go, but we're feeding this false idea of, hey, you want your marriage to be better? All you got to do is get saved. Right. Hey, you want to make more money? Well, don't you realize the more money you give to me, the more money God's going to give to you? Right. You want your kids to act right? Oh, all you got to do. It's like a quick fix. There you go. It's the pellet grill of church. (laughs) Okay. I get it. And I go, it just blows my mind because then when we do go through something, Mm Mm-hmm. We we look at it like it's this kind of punishment. Understand, mm-hmm. yes, God. It, Hebrews tells us that the Lord disciplines those he loves. Right. Why do I discipline my child? Because you love them. Because I don't want them to make the same mistake over and over and over and over. And you see where they're going. You right. see what's I'm going, coming. hey, no, 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 no. Turn this way. We got to we got to come back to this. Right. When we are disciplined in, in the Lord, Mm-hmm. When when God chooses to discipline those he loves, it, it's out of love that he does that. Right. It, it's out of love that he's going, hey, this is going to hurt a little bit right now to I'm try to save you, a lot you later. Yes. Right. And I go, but we want the quick, fast, easy solution. Right now. Just make it stop now. Fix it now. I can have great brisket and all I had to do was push a couple of buttons. And pour some liquid smoke on it. There you go. And I go... That is what we have turned relationship with Christ into. Mm-hmm. That is just this easy, God exists to make you the best version of you. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have life abundantly. Right. Doesn't that mean I get everything I want? But see, like Second Corinthians would tell us, like, the old has passed away. The new has come. Jesus didn't come to make you a better version of you. He came to redeem and resurrect right. you. Mm-hmm. To make you into something that you're not. To make you alive when you were dead. Okay. And then to shape and mold your life through sanctification. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, you brought some habits into this. Yep. Before you met Jesus, you were doing some things. Mm-hmm. And even when you meet him, you still might be hanging ta- on to but some it ta- stuff. Yeah, and it takes time. Oh, yeah. You want a good brisket, it's going to take 10 to 12 hours. Right. Okay? It takes time. If you right. try to rush a brisket and then you pull it off the grill, it is going to taste like if you just like took your shoe off and started chewing on it. It's a very, very tough piece of meat. Right. So if I try to rush it, I'm going to ruin it. And if you're using the fake stuff, liquid smoke, you're going to taste it. And it does not taste very good. No, it does not. Or even if you're using the fake stuff, pellets. And and hey, look, I got some friends that got some pellet grills. I'm not going to lie. The reason I was watching this video is because I'm thinking about getting a pellet grill. <laughs> yep, but I go, I but I'm sitting here looking at it and going, but this is our story. Right. We want this magic genie in a bottle experience where I can just have the infinity gauntlet on and go, and I have all all of my desires. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And if you get, the faster you get it, the, I mean, it'll go just as fast as it came. That's like if you look at money, Mm -hmm. okay? Another great example of it. Um, You know, they, they say wealthy families, by the time they're at the third is it third or fourth generation? The money is is all gone. Because that first person that got wealthy, 
They remembered what it was like to be broke. Yes. They remembered. I, I was watching um something with the, I was watching a, a, a show with The Undertaker. Was it The Undertaker? It was either The Undertaker or Stone Cold. Steve Austin, one of them. Um, mm-hmm. And they were being interviewed and, and they were talking about um, like remembering what it was like before the fame. Right. And, and they did that on purpose um, to remember what it meant to go hungry. Mm-hmm. Because when you're hungry, you keep working, you you're keep pushing pressing, yeah, and you're, you're going and, and you're doing a million miles an hour. When you get full, mm-hmm. you kind of just... What do you what do you do after Thanksgiving? You lay down on the couch. You maybe um, undo your button, or you already wore stretchy pants. <laughs> you lay down on the you couch and you go, "Hey, them. it's time to go horizontal," and I'm just going to kind of mm-hmm. coast right into this food coma. It's the same thing with the pellet grill, right? You know, instead of I, I, hey, I got to wake up at at three thirty in the morning to make sure I can get this brisket on and and make sure my fire's right and it's going to be a long day and but at I, the end of the day, when that brisket comes off. And after it's rested, oh, and yeah. I get to unwrap it, and then I get to see the the faces of the people around me as they are biting into this, right? Or even my ribs—they don't even take as long. And I get to see everyone's face. I get to look at that, and I go, "Look at what my hard work got." Right. See, we all want to hear when we get to heaven, "Well done, my good, good and, and faithful, faithful servant. servant." But if all I've done is kicked up on the couch and put my feet up, right. And I set the temperature gauge and I walked away. Mm-hmm. What is there to be proud of? Right. You didn't do anything. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I know like, especially I just, beginning in the episode, you were like. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. You, if you would have been like, you know, when you go to the gym and you start lifting weights and you can only lift five pounds. <laughs> yes, I do. So this week, <laughs> just because I'm running out of time and. And again, it's barbecue, so I could keep talking. Oh. Barbecue and Jesus, like, oh, yeah. I mean, really, I'm not going to run short of things to talk about. Um, but this week, I challenge you. Mm-hmm. Put in the work. Understand that nothing worth having comes easy. If you got a pellet grill, go get you a real grill. And I mean that <laughs> metaphorically. If you don't have a grill yet, <laughs> I mean go that get you literally. one, too. <laughs> But until next week, we love you, we thank you, and, and we can't do this. And next week I will do my my story, my stories. <laughs> Without you. <laughs>